Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Bank Holiday Monday, my friends. And welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, the first one of the new year. So happy new year to you. Unless, of course, they sent one out without my name on it yesterday, in which case, forget everything I've just said. Anyway. We start with the fallout from Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea drawing with Liverpool at Stamford Bridge in the Premier League. This was the reaction on TalkSport. It's finished Chelsea 2, Liverpool 2. An absolutely fantastic game from start to finish. Very proud. This was uh, far from uh, what you can demand. We should trust ourselves. They can trust themselves to leave everything out there on the pitch is the most important. And they showed some real belief when it was really hard to show belief and, and to still believe. And they can be proud of that and they can build up on that. This is, is what it takes also to play for Chelsea. And Romelu Lukaku was axed from the showdown at the bridge. The Belgium striker had made the headlines last week after giving an interview voicing his frustration on life at Chelsea, as well as his manager. Well, this is the take of the Blues boss, Thomas Tickle Tickle. Tomorrow is a meeting and then we decide. This is the future. Wednesday is the future. There is no more future in football. It's just about, it's just about, on this level, it's just about Wednesday and weekend. And uh, so, yeah, Monday we, we discuss, we will meet and we will take decisions. On now to Darren Bent's boot room with Alex Crook and Darren Ambrose. Big team news, Sam. Confirmation that Romelu Lukaku is not part of Thomas Tuchel's matchday squad, as we've been reporting on TalkSport. He's publicly stated that he's not happy. He's not happy because he's not playing? It was one game. At that particular moment, it was one game. But if I spoke to you after you'd been dropped against your old club, because I think we have to take that into the equation, yeah. he wanted to prove a point against Manchester United. And if I said to you in an interview, how are you feeling right now? I'm not happy because I want to play. The, the coach is playing a non-striker in my position. Is that that bad? You've you kind of got to back your teammates as well, though, because he, he's not only saying that he's not happy he's not playing. He's, he's the, t- the players that have come in yeah. for him, he's basically saying they shouldn't be playing, he should. Also, the Chelsea... Well, he's sanction- right. Yeah, but the Chelsea... Have you, have you seen Kai Havertz play as a false number nine? He's good. Is he? He is good. Mm. He's a good player. But is the Chelsea... My thing is, did Chelsea sanction the interview? No. So that there, all, all of a sudden, you're looking for trouble. I, I agree with Cookie. I did, think did, it was did naive. Did neither of you ever do an unsolicited interview oh, mate, in your I, career? I, I give you this one time. time. I blew up one time I was at Aston Villa when I, 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 me and Lambert had fallen out. I'd scored the equaliser against Brest Brom. Wasn't supposed to speak to the press. Still spoke to the press. But I still didn't what talk... What happened? I, I don't think anything happened. 
I just didn't play, obviously, but me and Lambert had fallen out by then. He didn't play. I don't think his comments are as bad as they've been made out to be. Tuchel, with regard to what was going on with Romelu Lukaku pre-match, deciding not to start or even include in the full match day squad his £98 million striker was a massive statement of intent. It's, that's what I mean. It's such a difficult one. But I think Thomas Tuchel has, has felt it's not right. It, he shouldn't have said what he said. Which he shouldn't have done. And kind of clever as well because Liverpool are a fantastic side and if it does go wrong the fingers are pointed at, at Lukaku not to well there was no Jurgen Klippity Klopp at the bridge he's currently isolating after testing positive for Covid on New Year's Day here's his assistant manager Pep Linders it was an even game to be honest so I think a draw is a fair result despite we can score Two or three, or we have two or three really good moments in front of the goal, second half, where we can decide the 3 2. So you know against the Chelsea side that you have to work hard, that you have to suffer. And I think the boys deserve a big compliment for the way they defended, all of them. Our front three were incredible. And in terms of the attitude, otherwise we would not have come away here with a point. What are you thinking then, Andy, in terms of the league title? Do you think it's over? Do you think it's Manchester City's now? I can't see them even drawing a game. <laughs> I, can't see, I can't even see them drawing a game. They're looking at their bench and then looking at our bench. It's like we've got a championship bench being a top six club. And also, so just quickly, Andy, what about the Mo Salah contract situation? What, I mean, it's got, it seems to have gone a little bit quiet. What's your thoughts on that? Do you give them whatever you want? What would you do? They come out and said that it affects their balance of pay. He's the best player than we've ever had in the past two decades. What you say, pay him. Just pay him what he wants. Pay, pay him what he wants. He's, he's the best player. He's yeah, ca- guaranteed to get your 30 goals a season. Now, on to the other Premier League matches, starting with Brighton beating Rafa Benitez's Everton at Goodison Park. Never easy to say that one. And that is the final action of the game. And you can hear the boos ringing out around Goodison Park because Everton, their struggles continue and the pressure is mounting on Rafa Benitez. Just one win in 12 for them. To be fair, no, really pleased no, because um, we started the game making a couple of mistakes. We can see two goals after that. It's always more complicated. Then you miss a penalty, even more difficult. The reaction of the team in the second half was much better. We were pushing. And even when we were on top and another mistake, we conceded another goal. So it's really complicated to, to change that when you are making your own problems and your own mistakes. I think Benitez has got problems. The fans didn't want him anyway. Uh, the, the, the more this winless run continues, those dissenting voices will only get louder. There's a strategic review that's ongoing. Uh, I think the chief exec released a statement about that on New Year's Day. But there's bigger problems at that football club. They've they've got rid of Marcel Brands. He's the full guy. <laughs> he had to go in because though. of the, the the money they spent. But look at the two teams, okay? Brighton still relative Premier League rookies. Okay, they've been there a few seasons now, but they're, they're still trying to establish themselves. But the way that they're run behind the scenes yeah. compared to what Everton have done, I mean, it's it's night and day. Brighton point of view, this is their first ever win at Goodison Park and Graham Potter continues to do a magnificent job. They've only been beaten once on the road this season. Uh, it's a brilliant three points for us. Uh, we performed really well in the first half and deserved the, I think the 2-0 at half-time. And it was a strange second half. It, didn't, it wasn't exactly that they were so good. It's just they scored from something and then all of a sudden the game's gone from when we were so dominant to now 2-1 and then it changes the whole atmosphere here. You know, this atmosphere here, the, the, the environment is really good the supporters get behind the team when they've got something to get behind so we had to dig in and defend and thankfully we got the third goal which I think was important for us 
and that was enough to see us over the line. The full-time score, Brentford 2, Aston Villa 1 and Perry Groves, a big three points for Brentford. Huge three points for Brentford, moves up to 12th in the table. Of all the promoted sides, I think most people thought that Brentford would be the ones that would be safe this season. And to be honest, Alfie, the first 25-30 minutes, they didn't lay a glove on Aston Villa. You wouldn't have seen this come. That's why we love football. We struggled to play well today for I don't know why. But in that context, I think it's even more impressive that we're winning the game. And I think it was an even game, so, so it was not like you can say it was a lucky win. I think it was maybe a draw was a fair result. Even game that we just etch in the end. So that mentality from coming 1-0 down, turn around to win 2-1, need to make two subs because of injuries. We have a lot of injuries anyway, and, and, and stay, again, stay in a game against a very good side is impressive. We felt a little bit hard done by going in level at half-time. We felt we'd done enough and performed well enough to go in ahead. And then second half again, it's us who's playing all the football. We've got a lot of control in the game. But when you don't get that second goal, you leave yourself vulnerable, especially if you defend like we did for the second goal, which is really poor. Catalogue of mistakes. Never shown enough grit or aggression and uh, we concede the second. Leeds United 3, Burnley 1, a huge win for Leeds. You can certainly feel the relief around Ellen Road after their recent results especially and a certainly deserve win too. We've been depleted, obviously you say COVID and that, but everybody's in the same boat, uh, do you know what I mean? So it's it's difficult circumstances for everybody. But today's a huge win for us. We knew that you know, if we didn't get anything out of this that we'd be looking over our shoulder and you know, hopefully now we can we have a huge January coming up, uh, a, a few big games in it. So Hopefully now we can get a few more players back and, fingers crossed, not lose anybody else. Big questions now about Burnley. We all think they'll survive because Burnley always survive, but they are firmly in the bottom three. They've got players missing, including Corne, who's going to be away for a few weeks now, and they are very much in a relegation fight. Disappointed with the performance. I didn't, we didn't play the, with the edge that it takes to win a football match. They did, credit to Leeds. But just the physical edge. You know, they got the ball forward, they pressed, they harried, they worked. You know, not not over overplaying by any means. Their first goal comes from just some down the pitch and they run after it and press us and they get a goal out of it and that kind of was one of the, the not the summing up but that was kind of the edge that they played with and we didn't find that today Over to game day where Tottenham Hotspurs won in injury time against Watford Gabby Agbonlahor has backed Antonio Conte to help them reach the top four but first his big Tony Cascarino praising the work the Italian has done since arriving at Tottenham A brilliant free kick just on the left-hand side. Really tight angle. It's curled and it looks like Davinson Sanchez has got the header that's going to give Spurs all three points. Antonio Conte's got a bit of everything. His demands on himself and of these teams are there for everybody to see. You don't need to know all his history, but as a manager, he's done it a number of times where he's improved them dramatically. I still think he'd done a great job at Chelsea when he was there and was bit unlucky to leave the club. I think the reason why Spurs are probably the favourites is the manager. They've got the best manager out of the other teams trying to get into the top four. West Ham, Manchester United, Arsenal. Look what he's done with Inter Milan, with Chelsea, especially Inter Milan last season. To win the Scudetto when Juventus had been so on top for, was it nine years? For me, him at that club now, Spurs, he will be the reason that they are my favourite for top four. Now, despite a controversial defeat to Man City at the weekend, big Tony Cascarino reckons that Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta has repaid the faith shown in him by improving his side. And the Gunners could even be one summer away, don't be silly, from challenging, don't say it, for the biggest honours, stupid sentence. If Arsenal this summer have another good recruitment, you know, summer where they bring in new players, two or three, imagine how good they can be next year. 
You know, because they're one transfer, for me, they're one transfer away from having a side that is capable of challenging and getting closer because they they have got a lot of exciting players. Saka in the centre. Saka with a shot! Saka with a goal! It's still a big ask for them to have a really good second part of the season to make that Champions League spot. But I do think they're one window away from having an even more improved side because I, I think it's without question they're going to be a better team next year with these growing and ones that will come mm. in. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. On TalkSport 2 in the Championship today, a reminder, it's Stoke against Preston. That one's live at 3pm. I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar tonight from 10pm alongside Jerry Groves. We'll be looking back at Manchester United against Wolves. I was going to do drive today, but it's Bank Holiday Monday and I've got golf planned. Just being honest with you. <laughs> of course, I'll be back on drive for the rest of the week from 4 on Tuesday. There will of course be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks about Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning so do what you got to do to get until then thanks for downloading have a good one and above all be safe everyone be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in the dugout a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit talksport.com slash dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.